I could be completely biased, but I feel 90s kids have changed the game. They've been a part of many revolutions, many new professions, and they're not afraid to set a new trend. What's even beautiful is that parents from a different generation are understanding the trends, understanding different professions, understanding the new things that are coming up and are slowly supporting their kids move ahead in life. Today's local hero is special. She's a fierce sailor, fierce competitor. She runs a sailing school and she's backed by her family. She's represented India across the globe and continues to grow sailing in India. Ladies and gentlemen, Aisha Lobo. Welcome to the show, Aisha. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here talking to me and talking to people and giving them a lot of gyan, which I love. I know you love doing. So, hi. Hi, hi. I'm glad to be here. And um, I was looking forward to this. Uh, I hope I'm going to be able to give the right gyan. <laughs> yeah, so, you've been a water baby own. all your life. Yes. You you love the water. Yes. However polluted it is now, it doesn't matter. You just love it. Yeah. You start at nine. Uh, so yeah, I started sailing at nine, but I've been in water sports since I was six. I started diving when I was eight, scuba diving, and then anything water related. Like my granddad threw me in the water when I was six months old, and I think I fell in love with it then. And then <laughs> just kept falling in love with it every day since. And yeah, six, eight, and nine. So that's really early, and at that age, you know, parents are throwing their kids into tennis and football and the more mainstream sports how was it telling your friends that you're going sailing versus them going playing football and cricket and stuff like that so actually when i was like 6 and 7 i was also into a lot of athletics i was into um basketball like football uh, running um horse riding anything basically that i could get my hands on and was keeping me out of the house and then my parents were like okay you know there's this friend of ours who wants to take you sailing do you want to go and i was like yeah of course let's go and they were like okay first we'll go on a ferry and so we went on a ferry and then i was looking at the sailboat in the distance and i was like okay what is that new bedsheet looking thing i want to go do that and they're like ha ha that is only sailing we just wanted to see like you know how you are like generally like you're pretty okay with boats and all and like okay cool so we'll go next week and we'll go sailing and literally the first time going out on the boat just like wind in the hair water on my face splashing and when you're like 9 10 years old just that freedom of being away from everything on land 20 years of doing sailing now approximately yeah 20 years do you still feel the same yeah every day i like rather be on the water than be on land <laughs> isn't it become monotonous for you no it changes every day i've not seen the same sunset in 20 years or the same sunrise or the same like anything it every day there's something new and like besides like india i'm also traveling and sailing abroad so there there's like more like it's a, i think personally i think it's a better way to explore you know when you get to the jetty and you walk down you get on a boat the ferry that small boat that takes you the dinghy that takes you to your sailboat for me 
a couple of times that I've come sailing with you. I love the fact I it, the anticipation of getting on that sailboat is something else. Like I wouldn't be excited getting on the boat, but as soon as I enter that jetty, I'm all you know riled up. What gets you that excited and riled up about sailing? Oh, just the excitement of just going sailing. It's just like okay, there's a booking. I get to go. Okay, bye. And like I get to leave land behind, which is like the best thing, because like on land you're like completely stressed out. There's like so many weird facts. There's people. There are. There's noise. There's work. So you prefer dolphins than people? I prefer all aquatic life. <laughs> Not necessarily dolphins, but yeah, everything. Like just being on the water. Like if it is an opportunity, and they're like, okay, you have a sail tomorrow at seven a.m. I'm like, I'll be there. Just tell me where. And like, who's coming? And now I'm just excited. I'm just out. excited to be out. And then after, like, when I hit the waters, like this moment, like I step onto a boat, like whatever was there, like you know, waking up early, being tired or anything, it disappears. It's like rejuvenated. You come back on land like a whole new person, and it's like okay. And that happens like three times a day, so it's like okay, I'm a new person three times a day. You had you've done something really cool, and this is something that, you know, I've looked up to you since the time we met. and you can ask my team sitting here afterwards i said the same thing about it is that you are one of the most fiercest com- competitors ever right you you change into this this monster sportsman on the boat when the competition starts but what's even cooler i mean a lot of people are like that but what's even cooler about one thing that you do is that you've got a all women's team and you are kicking ass Uh so the all women's team like so basically uh we started off with women who were already in sport in the sport and we were sailing with them but over the last uh, 10 years we've just been training more and more girls and women in India to come and compete because they didn't know one existed and then the second thing that they could actually compete and go for world championships or anything that way and um, once they started seeing you know that there is a sport there is something that they can do that is not you know mainstream also the adrenaline that comes from racing they just love it it's like addictive and even now we've got people from all spheres of lives all ages our youngest teammate is like 16 our oldest teammate is in her 60s and all of them the moment like i think maybe like you mentioned like that fierceness comes from the back from mm-hmm. me but everyone else gets into that mode and everyone's in race mode at all times and then once they get off it like it takes about a half an hour at least to cool down because everyone's <laughs> still like oh my god did you know did you see this ride did this like did this you did this so well and everyone's like vibing off each other to love the chase every time you go out every time and it's after every race as well and that's only on the racing even when we go for practices it's the same we're just so you know pumped up with Are you guys also like close friends or it's just the team on the water oh i think um like it's not only the women's team but we also have a youth team and a men's team as well and all of us it's one big team now and we're all really good friends like we have a uh, you know group meetings on after every race where there's like 20 of us sitting at a bar and all discussing racing and everyone's already fascinated because we're all in our team t-shirts so you can just see and they we look like a big cricket team but it's just got sailing Everyone's walking around with a sailing team on, and they're just like, "What is a sailing team? Why are there so many of you?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're all racing. We just finished a race. We're all on land, <laughs> and like, it becomes one big family because everyone's just like, you know, 
meeting up we make plan holidays we plan our championships now as well we're like okay we got the world championships let's make teams train do these things and and i thank you for announcing me co-captain of that team <laughs> it means a lot yeah you just get us those sponsors so we can keep going for championships oh i thought my job was to come and chill on the boat that as well that's part of the perks that's my only only job okay that's your only job yeah perfect <laughs> i guys i will see you guys in the water soon uh i want to get into this competition mode of yours because as i said that's something that i've heard so much of i want to get into that mindset of that competition aisha what is going on in your head and how do you get in, into that phase of i'm this and i'm going to i'm going to win this shit so i think uh, to me like just generally before a race like i'm just mentally like i know that i'm going to enter a race now so we do like a little warm up just at the start where we just get everyone you know look okay, let's go test the line let's go see this because it's all wind versus it's all natural factors involved there's no engines there's an equal playing field for everyone so you're just going to sit like i just do a few run ups check mentally understand what is happening where's my wind where's things do a little bit for the team so they get you know into like go from like complete chill mode getting onto the boat to and the excitement into okay focus now do your roles get this and like i'm in a position on the boat when i'm right at the back so i can see everything that could go wrong is going wrong and you know what's going right and is going perfect so i can like predict it as it's coming cuz i can see no, the movement comes in yeah so like i'm already like looking and i'm also looking like five steps ahead so i know like my next three moves and i've also known my next my opponent's next three moves so i have to just plan out the next moves after that so i'm like already announced it to my team okay we're going to be doing these these things and then at this point i'm going to like make a decision and we're going to do this or this or whatever it is that is your technique i'm asking you what is how does that fierceness come out just like i i've always had that drive as a kid like my mom used to call it the go getter drive it's like if she wants it she is going to get it it just clicks like a switch it's like okay i want to win i'm going to do whatever i can to win so like even if i don't win the race i know i've sailed my best and i know i've pushed my team to do their best so the only thing going through my brain at that point to like keep the drill, like keep that push going is need to just do what we always do and keep push pushing to push to win yeah when it comes to your team but how much how important is as bond with that team because if you're skilled yeah so you don't need to like a lot of our team is just learned how to sail they're not very skilled sailors they've not been sailing 20 years like me they're not people who have sailed even more years than me they're people who have come into the sport have been sailing maybe a year together like the team together like the last few races which we've been doing really well in they've literally sailed together as a team six times but the fact that everyone has gelled well they've figured out their bonds they figured out you know we we also sit and have conversations we discuss who's who's doing good who's doing bad how can like just doing a little bit of team stuff always helps and then when we race together like everyone knows their job so it's like set from the beginning and then it's just like anything like if every part of a machine is working well like they know what they have to do all you have to do is help with the grease and the grease is really simple it's just motivation you need to give them and then once you have the motivation driving those machines going it just happens how do you keep this glue together I think sailing does that 
It's just that everyone on the team is passionate about the sport. And we've bought like I'm I'm happy like our like our team of instructors have been working hard to like like they can see how passionate we are when we teach. And so when they come into the sport, they also get that you know it's a contagious thing. You just start getting the passion for it. like you got it as well. Like you also like yeah I want to get you know do it. I also want to try it. Like you just automatically if you if someone is passionate you'll just vibe off it. True. So that's especially when your instructor is hot. I mean. I try to be the sun. <laughs> it's the all all the sun's fault. It's giving me the correct contouring. <laughs> Have you sailed with anybody who you don't get along with? Uh, I think if it ever comes into a situation where there's conflict of interest, we've talked about it and like, you know, either decided that we figure out how to work around it or work through it. But I think there's not really been people that I have not really liked sailing with. Aisha, you're in a sport. In general, sport pays not as much as corporate jobs, and it takes a while. It takes a lot of success, and yet there are limitations when it comes to sports in a in a country like India. We are evolving. More people are coming on. It's taken you a long time to come here. You've said that twenty years of different sunsets. Have you ever thought of another profession? I mean before sailing I wanted to be a a professional diver and save aquatic life but um yeah that's my hobby now so I do that for fun and so there was never something that okay you know what see if sailing doesn't work out uh I have this study or I'm going to study this or I'm going to join this company oh that did happen during the pandemic like sailing wasn't there because they wouldn't let us so I did learn to code because I was like I need to do something with my time since I can't go on the water or out of my house. So but before that there was never a plan B. This was this was your life. It was yeah. Because it's it's quite easy when you already know and you know you're good at something and you know that you can give this on to someone else and like the joy that comes from, you know, finishing a sail and having 30 people come up to you and be like thank you so much that was like the best experience of my life. Like I want to do this, I want to take up the sport, I want to take that is something that just is automatic fuel like you know that it comes like you, you like it's like a job satisfaction but i don't think of it as a job it's just 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 It's my just life your life yeah i'm just i'm getting to go sailing every day and i'm getting to teach and i'm getting to spread a sport and build it in this country there's nothing more i can ask for you started as a sailor at the age of 9 on a tiny boat called the optimist This was a boat which I have seen kids overturn a lot. Oh, it's a bathtub, and it fills up too. And you have to take it out <laughs> manually, take out the water yourself. They still haven't like made auto bailers in it. So, I mean, a nine-year-old in a small sailboat alone in the water, with the with the boat kind of filling up with water, or you're overturning and you're down. Has have you felt panic before like that? I never panicked even though back then I never got I didn't get scared because like if you know what to do and like you respect the water the water respects you and I'm just like okay so, cool and I'm just like singing my song at like 9 years old bailing water like enjoying myself it was like yeah okay I'm wet and drenched like completely drenched the only time I didn't really appreciate capsizing was when I was winning cuz it was always at the worst time you know that 
like oh yeah i'm in the front <laughs> and then boom and i like shit okay i need to do this faster than usual <laughs> and get back up so yeah but then i mean capsizing is all the fun, like it's quite a lot of fun how old were you when you won your first race uh 12 tell me about that feeling oh it was i i don't really remember it because i think i was still in shock <laughs> because i won and it wasn't even one race i won three races in a row and then I came on land and they're just like, "Oh, you won!" And I'm like, "Did I? Did that happen?" Oh, okay, cool. What next? Like, tomorrow? Like, okay. Aisha, you're one of the most animated people I know, and you're saying that you were like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." When you won your first race. Yeah, because I didn't like realize I won because I was just having fun. I was just like, it went into that mindset of like win, and I was having fun with it. And when I'm like twelve and thirteen years old, you're just like, "Yeah, let's go!" Like you know. Like keep trying to win, and in between you're just like, yeah, look back, like okay, there's someone behind me. Okay, there's another one behind me, and I I think it was also funny that I used to sing another one bites the dust every time someone went past me, <laughs> and I'm like another one bites the dust, and I was in between, I was like another one bites the wave, oop capsize, oop oop oop, <laughs> just talking to myself like a crazy person <laughs> on the boat alone, like trying to win the race, <laughs> but yeah, like it was really like. a game at that point and then it became more than a game when we started like winning more and more and then racing against older people because that, back then I was racing against people my age so everyone is the, the same, same mindset yeah then when you start racing against people who are older it's just like oh okay they're not going to be singing when alone bites the dust <laughs> let's you know they'll just make you bite the dust they make me bite the dust oh <laughs> yeah basically Coming back to the business side of things, uh, you're a sportsman. That is basically the essence of who you are. You're managing a team of of trainers, who, you know, being in sports, a lot of people are like-minded. What happens when people come on board who may not be the same? Like, how do you handle disputes on a team? Uh, the thing is, like, I think I've been really lucky with my team. We don't have people who are not very, um, you know, eager to learn. So, like, even if we've had people who don't know sailing come onto the team as coordinators or managers that way, uh, they've they've made a great effort to learn, and you know we do take them out sailing, and by the end of their like term, they've literally been going out with clients, enjoying, and um, they just pick up. Like it's like I said, like it's a very contagious vibe working with us, and that's the whole aim I wanted when I started the company with my family, my dad and my sister. It was just we wanted to create something that's different. Like we wanted to have a work ethic that is not you have to work till you're dead. So like disputes are not really uh, a big thing. But if there is like you know something that has happened and it needs to get sorted out, we have a team meeting, we discuss, and then I bring it out saying you know what do you guys think, and I make sure that you know it's a team like not me just telling them what they should be doing, but like a group discussion on what should be done. Hmm. Then we write it all down so that you know it's there. You know what's just funny? You said you started this company with your dad and your sister. Most people today don't want to work with their family. Tell me about the dynamics of that. I mean, I think my family's super cool. Maybe that's why I don't mind working with them. <laughs> my sister's a therapist, and my dad uh, used to work in corporate, and then he got fed up of it. So we told him, "Come on, join the sailing," and he's passionate about it. and like now i think it's the easiest person to work with because uh, he literally is the happiest person to get onto the water any opportunity he gets like even if there's no sailing he just goes 
he's just like i'm on the board and we're like what are you doing he's like i don't know i'm just going to fix something or you know make something look cooler put some solar panels somewhere and i'm like that's not even like necessary he's like i'll just modify things so it's like he just likes being around yeah and it's a non corporate job yeah i think that's like a lot even like students who work in corporate and have come become instructors and are taking like a year off they themselves are also like okay you know there's the there's nothing happening this afternoon can i just go sailing myself and i'm like yeah go please but yeah. what is winning for you mm. like what is the definition of being a winner for aisha i think it's um it's not necessarily like winning a race but just you know doing my best every time and that's it it's just like the i did my best i gave it my all that is winning for me in this journey of being on the water um i'm sure you've seen hiccups apart from the pandemic which is a massive massive hiccup for all of us has there been a been a time that you've uh, you know seen something going down and said okay you know what i can't do this anymore uh yeah i mean there was a time where like basically the it still is the thing where the women's team isn't sponsored by the government so yeah then in between we were just like okay we're going to try and fund as much as we can and they come came to a point where we didn't have the money and there was a na- nations cup which is like a grade 1 event and only if you win you can go if you don't qualify you don't qualify there's no runner up to take your place and we couldn't even get 9 lakhs to go for it and then after that it was just like a little bit of a sinkhole because we felt really bad we couldn't go for an event that we are the only asian team that qualified women's team that qualified and we just couldn't get the sponsorship to go and um it was quite heartbreaking because we trained really hard and we beat everybody and we did what we needed to do to get there and like you know when the men's team reached there they sent pictures of the leaderboards and they can see the name there but it's like 000 because we didn't even show up for the event because we couldn't and we literally apologizing you know we can't come because we don't have the sponsorship or the money and we How don't have the money to is this to <laughs> you know be a sportsman in the country and be a part of a sport that's not really recognized by most people in the country it it was really frustrating i mean sometimes it still is now but uh, you know over the years we decided that you know what we're just going to try and build it so that was another reason to start the company is to try and build more of a you know spread the word get people to know what the sport is because then hopefully if people know what it is and how fun it is you know they'll sponsor and then you know once they see there's so many women coming into it like you know it's not only women who are you know unmarried or something it's like women with kids you know older people just coming into it you know we try and spread it and we try and raise our own sponsorship and that's what we've been doing so for most of our events is trying to just raise sponsorship for each event and go for it and then raise So is a support building? It is building now. We've got a lot of support from a lot of uh, companies. Uh, I think a uh, really good stuff has been happening because uh, la- last year was the first year that we had a number of Olympians for sailing go in. So that brought a lot of recognition as well to the sport. And because of them as well, like they got bigger sponsors that more people are looking into the sport. And I think they also like, you know, pushing with the corporates, you know, like you know do a team building event and you know keep doing Just events get as many people on the water yeah and the more people like you know they there are teams in india that don't even know their company internationally sponsors sailing 
and they're just like oh this is what your international team does your european team is sponsoring a sailboat not even yeah. a team they're sponsoring an entire boat so that was like you know, okay you i i understand that i'm coming back to that line again that i, I understand that you've not you know every sunset is different i understand the great feeling you feel when the wind hits your hair but this is more than just sailing for you this is your business and you know you've taken it upon yourself to raise awareness about the sport to build the sport and to do everything you can to get more people on the water isn't it exhausting for you sometimes sometimes but i think uh, again the drive that just wants like i think it's not only the drive also the satisfaction from you know every day getting that thank you so much i really enjoyed myself those continuous positive feedbacks it keeps you motivated you. yeah it fuels and it's not only me and i think it fuels everyone who's in the sport because they're just like okay you know maybe we won't get to do this but you know i can make 50 people happy a day how many people did you make happy a day Mm. So it's like you know, like it's like a little boasting moment. We're like, okay, my sail was really happy today, and then uh, some of the instructors get a tip or something, and then it's like, okay, drinks are on me. Like my sail was super happy; they're giving me money. <laughs> they don't even need to, and it's just like the smallest things that make us happy. And I think for me, like, yeah, I, even if I'm tired or exhausted, just those, just somebody coming back and being like, you know, you made my proposal amazing like you know my i'm never going to forget this day for the rest of my life because you helped me with it like you've seen a lot of proposals on the boat yeah you've i've helped a lot i've helped arrange a lot of proposals on the boat any objections ah uh, i think I there was one it was a very mean question to ask but i just had to ask uh, there there have been like one so far that i know of but uh, I'm sure, like no one's gonna say no in that moment when there's a cameraman like filming it and and all and of that. And in the middle of the sea. And in the middle of the sea, and there's like a ring involved and there's balancing. <laughs> It's just like okay, okay, I'll say yes, and then later we'll talk about it. <laughs> you, there are two type of people who end up coming sailing with you, guys or girls who are interested and they really want to take the sport further, and there are people who want to come with their families and friends and just enjoy an evening out in the sea. I'm not describing myself at all in any way, but when people come to learn, uh, they, you know, come in thinking they know everything. Have you had these kind of people come to you? Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, you don't even have to have them on a boat. You can have them on land as well. Like they do, just come and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've done this before." Then we're just like, "Okay, cool." Then if you know it, then we'll go to new. We'll go into more depth about it and give you more information. So then when you do. Have to tell anybody you know have more information, and it's always like, I I think we've worked as a team to change that into a positive thing. So if they already come knowing something or think they know, we give them more information. So when they do leave, they have so much information, they can literally talk for the next six hours like about it. Like noodles in the head. <laughs> Just like here, like since you know it, here some more. The reason you're here is that, and I've told you this in the past before the show was ever there. that you are a hero you are like you are the, you're one of the ultimate boss ladies i know oh thanks i um, don't think my, myself like that i think of myself like as everyone else just a normal person just doing what they love you don't need to be humble it's fine <laughs> you can be who you are because that's what you honestly are um you're running a company you you helm boats you take part in competitions 
and you know how to get your shit done but you know confidence is not something that happens overnight you can be very confident as a kid because some kids are born confident has there been instant instances where you've self doubted uh yeah there's been times you know where you know i've made a mistake and like i have to convince myself and be like you know nobody's perfect you know it's okay to make a mistake like you don't have to feel bad about it and like i think i've also like um through the years try to be a perfectionist in the sport just because of the you know starting it trying to make sure that i'm always right so there have been days that i doubt myself but then i just keep reminding myself that i am good at what i do and i'm doing this stuff because i have a purpose to like spread the sport and you know spread my passion for it and you know i think self doubt disappears once you start realizing that you're doing things for a good purpose and not because you have to you start professionally doing this as a company in your early 20s has it been hard as a young woman running a company and pushing this oh yeah that i mean i think it it has been because uh, one is to try and get men to like listen to you i mean i think women will agree with me that it's hard to get any man to listen to you immediately but uh, yeah we're trying to get like your employees and then i'd literally like tell my like, go and tell my dad and be like you know dad can you just tell them this i already told them three times can you just tell them and he tell them and they do it in, in a minute and i'm just like okay now i need to make sure that they are scared of me and they're not like i have to keep running to my dad to get this done and so i just made sure that i was more assertive because i was, like as a person i'm not a very assertive person like unless i need to be and then like it just grew through the years because i just started making sure that it needs to be done it needs to be done like you know there's no questioning arguing or anything about it and if it's not done call me up and tell me why it's not done and yeah i mean initially like as you're younger you learn and i never went through any business school or anything or it's just learning on the go and so i learned the hard way that if they don't listen to you find a way and you trial and error sports people in general are very different their mindsets are very different their thought processes the way they look at life is very different you have a lot of friends who are also not sailors who are not into the sport or any sport do you find yourself thinking differently than them i i mean i find myself thinking differently than anybody like even other sports people because i think i did a lot like i can definitely say like i've done a little more than anyone would have done in their 20s like that just that's my personal thought and because i've lived so much and done so much like i just think differently like people my age are doing different things they also like doing something i might have already done and some of them are doing something i've never done so it's like a learning as well as like okay a teaching moment as well and so you're just open to learn anytime oh yeah i mean learning never ends i'm pretty sure i'll be learning at 99 as well you made a very strong comment right now um you said that you've done a lot more in your 20s than most people have done yeah. right so you are an overachiever does that put any pressure on you i are you, think, are you, you i think, think i put pressure on myself <laughs> you seem to have kind of balanced your life out being a woman running her own business but there are a lot of women in companies today who are feeling the pressure of 
a constant need to overperform to get noticed yeah i mean it is something definitely that it i think it's also a cultural thing like it's all over the place so it's not like you can avoid it like you can you meet people and they're having these conversations with you so then you start questioning like okay do i have this in my life do you know does it exist for me and it does exist where you start you know like okay you know i like i think more it comes from the competitor like like you know i i you know qualified why am i not getting the money i should be getting to do this so any of that but then you know growing through the sport like understanding that you know this is a third world country it's a sport being built like i can't compare it to a corporate world where people you know are literally fighting and trying to compete but i it is in the sport as well because when you meet other fellow sailors and you meet guys who are like the same age as you but they're getting to go on you know a boat because they're three times your size i'm just like yeah but even i want to race i should get to go why am i not on this and it's like oh you're a little tiny and like okay so you have to prove that you're bigger so you start working out more and you start like winning more aisha your parents have both had jobs right water sports hasn't been the essence of their life until much later um i would say you're very lucky to have parents who let you pursue such a different path of life and they were like really supportive it wasn't like let me they were just like yeah you want to do this let's do this oh you want to go to a championship okay we will just work little harder to make sure you have the money to go like they were that kind of they still are not they don't work they still are those do kids. you know people friends who've grown up with parents who are ex- the exact opposite of what you had i do have some friends who have had and like they used to be like oh you're so lucky you get to do whatever you want to do and i'm just like it's not whatever i want to do like i'm pretty sure i have to still you know finish my education and do all these things it's just that my parents are more supportive generally and uh, i think it was uh, everyone around me like even my school principal in the 10th grade was like oh yeah it's okay if she wants to go compete in her 10th standard a month before her board exam in the asians let her go do that and when she comes back let her study like a crazy person for the exam she just needs to pass and do her best in an exam and same thing she need to do in the asians so let her do it and my mom was just like uh oh, okay cool if your principal said that you can go you can definitely go because we were just worried that you should pass your exam but if she's giving you leave you can take the leave and go sail okay i'm going to direct a scene you're in a dark room hmm you're all alone there's nobody around you there's just one spotlight on you the only way you can get out is if you give people one piece of advice and remember this piece of advice has to be so good because your life depends on this piece of advice trust your gut and follow your heart it lead you and listen to your brain those three things will somehow lead you in the right direction <laughs>